Collins is next. Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to Fun Point, the podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, is Dr. Brooks Oglesby, PhD. Welcome to my house. It's, it's me house, in it, Gov. I'm Ari. It's it. I've, it's it's me little place right outside of Trafalgar Square. Uh, well, it's it's you can see the River Thames in it. You get off a of Canary Wharf station, you got off a little it's, too it's, soon. It's a better view than the London Eye. Which, <laughs> which part? Which part of Birmingham am I from? Hmm? I'll never tell. All right, now that that's out of our we, system, what's up? We the four one directions. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I'm secretly in love with Luiana. Before, before we get into Harry's house, I know everyone comes here for... We have extremely important news to get to. Oh, yes, absolutely. It is day 14 of Carlos Correa watch. Um, <laughs> he has still not officially signed with the Mets, uh, but there is big news today, and this should, yeah. this should tell you where we are. On his Instagram story, Carlos Correa posted a picture with a little child. And it says, the text says, going to work with daddy today and hard eyes. And he's holding a baby, right? And the baby mm-hmm. has eye black on like a baseball player. And the baby has a little onesie on. That's, it's supposed to be like an I heart New York one, right? But it's a hot dog and a pretzel instead of the I uh-huh. heart. Um, so either he's going to officially sign his contract with the Mets today or he's going to be on the Yankees. So... Brother, I'm going to keep it totally 100% with you right now. I've been spending the last 45 minutes doing uh, Larry Stylinson research, mm-hmm. and it sounds like it sounds like you found your very own sort of slice yeah. of Mets Larry. That's that's how you know things are dire. When the New York Post is like, Carlos Correa posted on his Instagram story, and I'm like, oh yeah. shit, about time. <laughs> I found a very active Larry Stylinson Reddit that has over twelve thousand members, and I didn't. So I didn't feel going, very good about that's that. Still going strong. So that's my kind. There's of. a lot. I didn't have a whole lot of time to do a deep because I, I assumed that it had sort of gone. I figured, you know, the 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 founding Larrys probably have, you know, graduated to tenth grade or you know gotten job at mall or something to that effect, mm-hmm, and have left have left such childish things behind us. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, there's all kinds of screeds about like the clues in Harry's house that uh that point to like when he when he like sang the song that was like I love London, England. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that's the last song on the album. Uh-huh. People are like, and wh- who was he in London, England with? Okay, that's right, Louis, I, Star- Louis I, Harrison. I thought I found. I didn't remember which one he was in love with, but I thought uh, the evidence was clear in a different song because there's a song on here titled Boyfriends. So yeah, you would think that they would be sort of glomming onto that, but not so. That's that's the obvious. They they want to throw you off with that one, right? The the secret yeah. Harry message is um in in Little Freak because that's about what all the fans are that, that say <laughs> you're doing nasty things on your yeah. It's if you're a fan who uses the computer, you're a little freak. Yeah. <laughs> um. So before we get bogged down in that, like you said, there's something important that we have to get to that all the people have been waiting for mm-hmm. for 14 days. Yes, uh, and I, I think I know where this is going on your end. We have we've we we sliced open our palms and we did we did the brothers handshake. Uh-huh. And and we said, if we get around to it, I'm going to watch. Don't worry, darling. And you're going to watch Marvel's Eternal. So what did you think as promised of Marvel's Eternal? Oh, I, I thought it was um a, a great movie. Uh, I enjoyed watching it with my eyes on film. Uh, the Eternals were there. Uh, what was your favorite? What was your favorite thing that Kit Harrington did? Uh, I I just like when he was when I saw him 
in the movie. Oh yeah, and, you've seen him. You he, could say he was there. Is, is this? The, I I watched it immediately after we logged off last time. I went to watch it, so some of the like the details are. This is Kingo, right? Yeah, I remember. I texted you and I was like, "Hey, did my audio get over?" And you didn't respond for like two and a half hours. And then afterwards, you were like, "Sorry, I was watching Eternals." Eternal, that's Kingo, right? Yeah. Okay, Kingo's there. Yeah, lots of lots of um, Starks are there. Rob Stark is there. Rob Stark is there, and he he's Icarus, so yeah, 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 he's yeah, yeah. he he inspired the story that we all know and love about Daedalus and his little son. Um, so yeah, I did not like the movie at all. Um, that, that's so crazy. I didn't like Don't Worry, Darling at all. Okay, yeah, I was wondering uh, what what you thought of that. Uh, did you like seeing Harry there? Was he cute but uninspiring or whatever? Yes, like? exactly, <laughs> precisely, my friend. <laughs> Oh, congratulations. You've just saved two hours and ten minutes of your life that you no longer have to watch Don't Worry, Darling. I gotta go check now. Did we get a, a letterbox on this one? Or did you do yeah, it, like, I, it's, it's sitting at a, a respectable one star out of five. Ooh, okay. I, I wouldn't... We have different definitions of respectable then, because, uh... Because to me, if I give it a, if it the half star, I'm that's my disrespect okay. uh, level. Okay. A one is okay. There's some redeeming qualities. Harry Styles was in it, and he, you know, mm-hmm. he was wearing his outfits and he was he was doing his acting in a way that was entertaining in, in an unusual style. Um, in a Harry style. Yeah, but in a Harry style. That's what Opa Harry style, which is something that we were we were born to say mm-hmm. at some point on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very bad movie. It was, you can tell there are like 70 movies that Olivia Wilde likes. Uh-huh. And she was just like, what if I, oh, you know the scene from like A Clockwork Orange where like they have to like, the guy has to like look at the screen or whatever. The most famous scene from A Clockwork Orange. She's like, what if I did that in mine? And then what if I had a character that did Get Out? <laughs> Me. <laughs> and there was like, there was like one black character and she was like Lakeith Stanfield in Get Out. And she was like in this white community and she was sort of, sort of freaking out as a result of unknown things. So, what if I did that? So it's that? kind of like if I made a movie, but it ends with Mr. Met flying into space and saying Superman. Like that's kind of... <laughs> What my yeah and the, but yours would be good is the okay. is the key difference yeah yeah because because it would be like a cartoon yeah uh, okay. do you remember when um harry styles spit on chris pine in public i do that when this movie I was coming out he did that dude that was so that was like i know that i know that our our t- dr fauci was on the case and he looked into it and he said that that it didn't actually happen but i want it to be true so bad that i th- i'm i'm sort of a larry about only i'm a larry about harry styles spitting on chris pine for real okay but everything else is because like... i think i think it's i think chris pine is an exceedingly funny person to spit on oh yeah definitely like if you're gonna spit on anyone, if, if Chris Pine plays a charismatic cult leader in this movie, okay, I doubt that. Uh, but yeah, he's the. I have Chris. If you want to come on the show and defend yourself, well, you're welcome to come on the show. But I think he's one of the least charismatic people I've yeah, ever then again, seen I watched, or heard about in my I life. I watched Marvel's Eternal, so I can't speak on what happened in in Don't Worry. That's true. Yeah, he he went out to play Druig and. Um, uh-huh. The guy with the two eyes that touch each other was actually cast instead of him. Do you have Do you have stronger feelings, good or bad, towards Chris Pine or Chris Evan? Because I Kim, feel like Chris Chris Evans exists a lot more than Chris yeah, Pine. Chris, to me. Kim, for some reason, despises Chris Evan. That's interesting. I I feel I feel like most enjoy at least beholding him. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he was, he was good in uh, Knives Out. Is it because Kim one. Kim hates America and what he represents? I I don't know. Kim just kind of decides. Like it's him for some reason. Kim's most hated actors are him and Matthew Broderick. So that's you know 
but for different reasons. One, because I think she looks Because <laughs> Chris Evans didn't kill a guy with his car? He, he, as, as far as we know, he did not kill a guy with his car. And she says that Chris Evans, it's, I think it's just because he's Captain America and she doesn't respect America. That's what I'm saying. But That's um, sad. She does say Matthew Broderick looks like a, a choo-choo train motherfucker. So That's pretty good. He, She's not wrong on that one. Yeah, so, always valid points, but the interpretation is, you know, in the eyes of the beholder. You want to talk about Harry's house? Yeah, let's let's. Oh, the door's opening to us. Oh, hello, thank you, Harry. Thank you, Harry. Whoa, this house is, oh, is upside down. Oh, whoa! I nice. feel like I'm in the I'm in a skit from the revitalized uh, whose line is it anyway skit. I, I feel like I'm in Doctor Strange's Megorium Wonderforium or whatever. We're yeah. <laughs> uh, I've, I'm in uh, Doctor Jekyll Mabuse's house. Great. <laughs> well, well, what'd you think of this album? I thought it was alright. Yeah, I thought it was fine. <laughs> all right thanks for listening uh this is he wasn't and I, the thing what i do respect about harry and his house is that he seems we seem to be on the same wavelength he's not out there saying this is going to be the new uh in the aeroplane over the sea mm-hmm. type expression of human sorrow or whatever yeah his first song is called music for a sushi restaurant which and it's like you weren't this is you were not lying dude this is some fucking tj maxx old navy jc penny style pop music i feel like the greatest like accomplished not any like major success or like awards or sold out shows it's like the more songs you can get your com- your in in a commercial like that's the the measuring stick of how successful you are and I feel like, what does this have, 13? Like, eight of these songs you could see in, like, an Acura commercial. Yeah, I'm sure there's a great many people who, like, their their TikTok year-in-review 2022, you know, compilation was probably set to as it was. And that's what that's what it's there for. You know, it's, you it's, know? A, it's a pretty good song. Like, can't blame them. Yeah. I like hearing it, so. <laughs> uh, th- this this album, a lot, and we'll, we'll get into it when we talk about Harry and his and his different songs, it does the the very cardinal sin of like do, you know don't remind me of a better movie while I'm watching your movie. Yes, this says don't remind me of a better song while I'm listening to your song. It does. That yeah, don't make here. me don't make me think of Billy Joel or else I'm just gonna go listen to him. Exactly. Uh, but first, music for a sushi restaurant. Did you read the backstory of this song? Um, I I couldn't tell you because I read a lot of them and all of the ones that I read seemed to just be Harry being like. Well, it has a lot of different meanings, and it ended up being what we ended up as having it. So, in a May 2022 interview with NPR, the British singer revealed the story behind the freaky song, which I don't know I would call that. I was in a sushi restaurant in Los Angeles with my producer, and one of our songs <laughs> came on from the last album, and I kind of said, like, this is really strange music for a sushi restaurant. So, there you go. Awesome, man. Yeah, that would be really funny if that thing that happened, if it did happen again <laughs> this time. Hey, this music isn't racist at all, which is what I expect should be playing in a sushi a restaurant. What's up with that? But, but what are you doing? Why are you scatting? <laughs> He's just having it. So, the, the, so in this, this, you get like seven genres on this one. It's like a little bit of racism, and then it's like some funky pop, and then there's a little bit of, of scat man, scabba-da-ba-dee-ba-ba-ba-da-boat. Um, I'm glad you picked up on that because the when the interlude comes in, um, Harry sort of put me at ease because the walkie-talkie sound that's been missing from the last few fun points. Mm-hmm. Um, but long-time listeners will know one of my favorite things a musician can do is to do that like lo-fi walkie-talkie sound mm-hmm. on their voice sometimes. Yeah, um, It's the Jet Are You Gonna Be My Girl sound oh. that we all love to hear. Yes, of course. Um, like if Nick Cave had a walkie-talkie moment when he was like, you know, I'm... Um, gonna kill my wife like that would be it would i would think the album was even better mm. but 
Uh, I did enjoy having the walkie-talkie moment uh, in this in the song and throughout. Mm-hmm. Can you can you imagine you're like a non-hairy One Direction member? Like your name is like uh, Lycan or like whatever the <laughs> yeah. one of those guys' names. You're Lycan Rock from One Direction. You're Lycan Rock in your midday. Yeah, um, unfortunately. Um, and you like you have to see Harry, your your former peer, having his third acclaimed album, and it leads with a song. Him like the lead song on his album is just him going Scooby Dooby Doo. Scooby Dooby Doo, green eyes, fried rice. I could cook an egg on you. Like, I feel like if I'm making a song that's called Music First, I'm talking about, like, omakase. Like, I'm talking about the various types of sashimi you can have. Yeah, I'm having, uh, I'm naming my first single Okonomiyaki, which is the famous sumo pancake. Yes. I'm not saying fried rice cook an egg on you, but, you know, that's just... Well, let me, let me try to convince you about that by explaining the meaning of that lyric to you. Okay, yeah, let's see what our friend So, to Harry, the song's subject is so hot you could fry an egg on them, figurative language typically relating to the outside temperature, but here is a subliminal reference to their hot looks. So that's what we're calling- Not what subliminal means, but- We're calling- All right. So, that's, that's, that's some good fucking marketing. If you start calling cliches, like, subliminal messages- Yeah. That's how you know the PR machine is on your side. That was- that was I um I was also taken by this article that I found over the last two weeks that I think it it's it bleeds into this discussion quite well, I think. Mm-hmm. Which was an article from Tyla.com called You May Have Been Listening to Harry Styles' New Album Wrong. Okay. Um Yeah. I'm, and I was like, Oh, I don't want to listen to that wrong. So I I gave them a click mm-hmm. and I, I investigated it. And the gist of it is that um is that if you listen to it the the tracks in reverse order, then like it ends on a happier note. Yeah, and that's, gender, that's what people yeah. are saying. Yeah, and I don't, I you know, on on one hand, I don't like that. That's I don't like that the way that w- people seem to engage with art in 2023 is like their Tom Hank Da Vinci code. Yeah, it's like finding and they're just trying to do one, an Easter egg hunt. One, I don't like, like that. One just like looking at art as a way to find like hidden secrets in it, and also it's like oh, if you uh, watch this movie backwards, it it ends with the exposition. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like that was like that was like a, it's like a fun like hack joke from ten years ago where it's like if you watch the Titanic backwards, it's about a magic ship that comes down and save mm-hmm. it comes up from the ocean and saves a bunch of rich people. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. like a classic bit. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I I I have no problem with the idea that's like oh if you if you listen to this album backwards, like it has a different tone. But what I don't like is that all of the people uh, explaining this theory seem to be saying, oh Harry was sending me a clue because look at the cover, his house is upside down. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's trying to tell us to listen to it backwards. Yeah. Also, because uh, a house turned upside down is what his house is like when his husband Louis isn't there. Exactly. Yeah. It's like everything is not where it should be right now because Louis from One Direction is not. The thing I'm coming around on it. I know we've had some sort of like anxiety over the last 100 episodes mm-hmm. about how like we don't really know that much about music, despite like putting ourselves on this uh, in this position every two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm really starting to steal myself into like I, I i'm really starting to feel like we are more correct than we're giving ourselves credit for i think it's a very sophisticated and valid way to approach music to just be like this one banged this one was good yeah this I, I like this yeah, i would yeah that one was i think so that's good. Uh, to me i i'm getting to the point the more i like look at the state of popular music criticism where it's just like a, an ARG yeah. attached to the album cover. I'm like, I think you should just listen to the rhythm and enjoy it. it Feel the it, rhythm of the night. But also, I think it's a sonrybaka sunaik. I think kind of like how <laughs> Game of Thrones poisoned people's brains in terms of watching TV. 
I'm blaming Kendrick Lamar for doing this with music. For, for Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Like, because Damn was like, oh, if you listen to it backwards, it tells, like, the opposite story. And the, the middle track is, like, the, the, you know, the tipping point. And he constructed it like that. And then he actually released the version again that's the same album but backwards. Right. Uh, but now everyone's like, oh, it, it can't just be a song that he's, like, a little bit racist in it and it sounds kind of good. Like, it has to have some secret yeah secret if you listen to the eminem show backwards you find that he actually supports the iraq war it's crazy exactly it's nuts um anyway he says he says bush fuck instead of fuck bush which is like what he loves to do when he's having sex Exactly. yeah yeah yeah. um next we have late night talking so this one's all right i like this this one this one is like you could kind of one of the good things about this i would say is that you could look at the title of each song and be like, yeah, that's literally 100% what it was about. Like, this one's about when you're talking Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's, it, yeah, there's no, there's no pretense uh, on this album where it's like, I'm going to write a song about, you know, talk, talking to your beloved, mm. whether it's, um, Olivia Wilde, who is being paid by your homophobic record producers mm. to, to, to cover for your secret 10 year relationship with Louis. Mm. But you know, it's just it's a it's a classic thing that you you do with your beloved. Where if you hate somebody, you go to bed at eight o'clock. But if you like them, you stay up until like maybe nine or ten. Mm-hmm. Um, he this this there's only two. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is so good. Okay, so the the first line on here is annotated, right? Things have yeah, I things haven't been quite the same. Change is a theme. Styles talks about. <laughs> Some other times throughout the album, especially on As It Was, on which he repeatedly sings, you know it's not the same as it was. So this is kind of like a concept album. Um, yeah, about, I was... About, um, it's, a, it's a concept album about nouns. And like... The, yeah, I was... I'm, <laughs> Harry's house does kind of sound like a kid show, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know... He, his house is in Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and this is where we go to learn about nouns. Um, what's what's the, uh, the fucking guy who's the fiend's friend? Like... Uncle Howdy? He, yeah, Uncle Howdy has his own house on Harry's block with him and 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 Mr. Rogers and and so on. Yeah, I yeah, I know that Harry's leaving his house to go over to the Firefly Fun house to get some uh, a cup of sugar or whatever. Oh, but you know he's going there and it's, it's Bray Wyatt, but he's just, like dressed as Zane and you're like, "Whoa." Oh, what? Zane Wyatt. Oh shit. I can't wait to for Reddit to explain what this means to me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like it's something that happened to him before. That's uh-huh. That's so nuts. That's and then like a, a a puppet that like looks like Vince McMahon and it's wearing a t-shirt that says Vince on it, like comes out <laughs> yeah. and says, I, you're fired, Bray Wyatt. And then Reddit's like, that was a reference to when Vince McMahon fired Bray Wyatt. Exactly. It, you really need Damn. to be, you know, deep in the lore to understand. God, I miss talking about The Fiend on a podcast. I haven't done that in nearly two weeks. Uh, but also later, later on in the second verse, he says, I've never been a fan of change. But, but. But he's most of his album is about things being different. That really makes you think. Damn, doesn't it? I'm I'm thinking perhaps he may he may develop some growth over the course of the runtime of well, this we'll album. See, it is a concept album, so maybe this is like, you know, when when he was young and and naive, and then at the end he's like, I like when things are different now. Yeah, we'll have to go on and see. I'll tell you, as somebody who doesn't feel good listening to the song, and that's Jason Sudeikis, probably, probably right? Because yeah. it's it seems like this one's about Olivia, and because because he says like you you break your camera, which mm-hmm. like Olivia famously she had a camera around this time they were filming. Don't worry, darling. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it seems like you know uh, Olivia Wilde was saying, "Oh, don't worry, sweetie. I'm just going. Uh, I'm going to the studio to film. Don't worry, darling, starring Shia LaBeouf." 
and then he checked the phone logs and she was she was calling uh windsor castle where harry styles lives in, in this this is another a uh, 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 brilliant message from mary it says you know like nothing goes to plan i'll do everything i can to help you that's just another way of saying don't worry darling i'll damn I'll help you out you know God, that movie fucking sucks. <laughs> every, 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 every time I hear the title of it, I remember a, a thing about it. That, they try to do the Truman show at the end, and it's like, you're not Truman. Every, and it, I like that every time you mention it, it's a different movie. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, Olivia is just like giving you a list of the movies, and it's not an homage. It's just like, oh, I really like the part where like Ed Harris is like, do a little dance, Jim Carrey, and he says, I don't think I will, and he leaves. Uh-huh. And they're like... Um, Florence Page is leaving Misogynist Island and she's like and all the guards are like get her we have to we have to not let her be reborn it's the bat get him it's the freaking bat and then she's like I think I will actually go and be reborn in a life where I am um, I am I am people are nice to me Mm -hmm. and then it's not a good movie Grape Juice is the next track though have you ever had the Grape Juice Blues (laughs) Uh, yeah, when I ask when I ask my mom to pick me up like Mott's grape juice, yeah, yeah. and she brings me like grape potion that's like seventy five cents <laughs> at Publix. She, bring, she brings you like the store brand uh, berry poultice, and you're like, "This is not what I asked for <laughs> at all." Yeah, it's like loose, like poured into a cornucopia. And it's like I don't know what to do with this. Mom. Sorry, this is all they had. I can't pack. I can't pack this into my lunch. They're gonna get my ass so bad if I pull up to lunch with the cornucopia. They're gonna say this boy's got a smorgasbord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck i hated elementary school dude it sucked if, if, yeah if i if i pull up here with a golden horn of grapes like they're never gonna let me live this uh, shit down guys i can, i know that i know that my dad's the coach but my mom cannot be the team mom of the soccer team anymore <laughs> yeah. one of y'all's moms is gonna bring capri sun and it will be a lot better off for it uh but uh, apparently um this this is is about uh wine like that's grape juice for adults so yeah, that did take me a while to sort of, mm-hmm. sort of put together. But yeah, he's talking about he he can't stop having wine, mm-hmm. um, and this is maybe this is something I don't really know about, which doesn't happen very often. But he he the pre-chorus it seems to be about you know like I'm drinking wine and I'm getting worse hangovers now, and to me I'm like bro, you were 25 or 26 years old. I don't think that should be happening yet. Yeah, let's let's see how he's 28, so. I that's, feel, that's I don't feel. know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just, like, turning 30 next month, but, like, I feel like people say, like, when you turn 30, that's when you die and God kills yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, but I guess when you're, when you're, <laughs> when you're living a lie mm-hmm. in front of everybody for 10 years, I mean, it, perhaps it, 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 it That ages you, you even more than your, your normal, like, birth year, you know? That's true. Wine's so fucking stupid, dude. It, so, so, just, in the chorus, he says, just me and you, 1982. Then I, I learned. 1982 is a significant mark in the timeline in the world of wine. Yeah, I bet like, so. All right, wines from this year are considered some of the most self-indulgent wine and are definite and are definitely lean. Great job on the pricey side. This may this is, so. What... This is how you know a, a Larry wrote this. This may uh-huh. may be re- referred as Harry is willing to spend a lot for <laughs> this person. So you know, you know, if you're if that is turned into you, that's just gonna have like a red pen with a question mark next to it, like on, in the margins. Uh-huh. Like, uh, which which person are we talking about? Hmm? I'm just, I just, I'm interested in. Yeah, it's important to use nouns, uh, the theme of the album, in order to indicate what your predicate is referring exactly, to. Exactly. Yeah, but but there's just no getting through the grape juice blues. So yeah, I had 
I don't know. I I'm not even doing like the straight edge stick when I say that. Like, I think it's I think it's I think we should talk about how silly it is that like everybody likes this drink that you have to put into a time capsule to make it good. I, gr- grape juice blues. It doesn't make a lot of sense definitely to me. Definitely like Stu would say that on Rugrats. You know, like he has the grape juice blues, and then there would be posts now that's like, uh, "This Rugrats episode was actually darker than you remember." Uh, he was talking about yes. wine with Tommy Pickles. <laughs> Stu was actually in the kitchen cooking cyanide for himself because <laughs> yeah. he was killing himself because he hated his wife and his kids. He was actually trying to give everyone, including the babies, carbon monoxide poisoning by running the stove <laughs> late at night. He was an inventor of the, of uh, Doctor Kevorkian's suicide machine. <laughs> yeah. Wow, very dark. <laughs> yeah, episode seven, the one when they have little heads. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Chucky's mom was the pro- was like the Doctor Strange love to his Huey Emmerich. <laughs> damn, this was dark. Damn, damn, Rugrats, you throw dark. Um, do you think there's still gonna, now that um, Ash Ketchum is gonna retire because mm-hmm. he won? Yeah. Do you think there's still gonna be people saying shit that like this anime that do- no longer features Ash is still like Ash having a dream? Because he got shocked by those, uh, he got attacked by all the Spiros and Beatles or whatever I, I, in the first episode. I feel like it's going to happen is like whoever the new, you know, protagonist is going to be. It's like going to start with them because you know how like Pokemon games start where you wake up in your room, you know? It's going to be that. Yeah. And it's going to be like sparkly because it's supposed to be like a bright new dawn of a new era of Pokemon. And you're like, oh, that signifies the dream of Ash is over. And his consciousness oh. has been transported into this new child who we know. So it's going to be something you know, like that. You know what would be a fucking good post fucking six months ago if it was still 2012? Like, if if I was on Tumblr and I took the Harry's House cover photo mm-hmm. and I put the thing, like, he's sort of, like, looking pensively down at the floor where, like, there's a lamp. Yeah. If you put, like, a JPEG of, like, a Nintendo Switch there and then you put the Pokemon dialogue that's like, a Nintendo Switch, I would love to play this, but first I have a journey to get that on. That would be so funny. Where it's like that, he's, like, the Pokemon protagonist waking up in New Bark Town. Uh-huh. Like, that would be a really, that would get, like, 600 or 700 notes, I bet, easy. Definitely. You you, you gotta go, we can, we can fuck it up and change, like, the time that it was posted so you can get that credit for doing that, like. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, next we have As It Was. Uh, the, can I tell you something about the child who starts talking? You don't like Harry's rap interlude? So, uh, Styles introduces us to his lead single with the voicemail from his goddaughter, Ruby, which, okay, fine. That's, okay. <laughs> it's cute, right? Next yeah. sentence. Whose father is British television producer Ben Winston. So, it, it couldn't just be like a cute kid. It had to be a, a fucking nepotism baby on Harry Styles. Yeah, um, me in an improv scene where I, somebody endows me as a British person and tells me to introduce myself. Uh, I'm British record producer Ben Winston. Of course, Thank you. Yes. Hello. Uh, okay, so I, I click on the, the, the links to his IMDb page, Ben Winston. Ben Winston is known for The Late Late Show with James Corden, Carpool Karaoke, and Carpool Karaoke when Corden met McCartney. So... Uh, okay. kind of a very so that's, cornered that niche of television. I feel like he's made a lot more enemies than Harry, so yeah. maybe the god the god child thing should probably be the other, the other way around. Yeah, it should be Ben Winston going, "Oh, Harry, I want to apologize to you." If I made purple karaoke, I would the next thing I would do was write my last will and testament immediately <laughs> yeah. because it would make I knew how many people I would be making furiously angry. That's with the that. thing. It's like if something happens to me, I am in perfect health and state of mind. Mine is like if you ever see me on carpool karaoke, you know. Yeah, James Corden didn't kill himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, this this song it's it's the lead single, right? And the first couple times yeah. I heard it, I was like, it's pretty good. Like it's catchy. It's kind of fun. <laughs> but but. Um, it's a worse version of Aha Take On Me. So, okay, I'm glad, okay, so, that's so close to my read on this, which is, 
no offense, but this is a The Weeknd song. Uh-huh. Like, this is gentrified blinding lights to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it is. It, it's, got, it's got the aha synths and, and, and all that. It feels, it feels like the B-side to what should have been like a smash hit banger single yes. that is missing from this album. And I think that's, uh-huh. that's my main, the main thing that keeps me from like full-throatedly really liking the album. Uh, he very he very rarely belts at all on this entire album, yeah, and it's, it's I, I'd say he croons fairly often, but he never belts. Yeah, you know. What I will say that I like about this song is when you go to the bridge, mm-hmm. he sounds. I realize it took me a couple passes. This is something where I was like, it sounds so familiar. He sounds exactly like fucking Anthony Kiedis, Red Hot Chili Pepper, when he it, says like, like high speed internet or whatever. Like, well, he sounds like the fuck, like, by the way, where it's like, bloodbath, the ribcage standing in line, like that part. Where he, it's like the, it's a little bit Kiedis, it's a little bit walkie-talkie, like, it's very, it's very, it's very Chili Pepper. Like, I imagine that he was, like, wearing a sock around his own when he was singing about, go home, get ahead, light speed internet, I don't want to talk about the way that it was. But, like, so, it was... so, again, it, I like that we both came into this, and it's reminding us of other songs that some of us may argue are better. That's Harry's mistake. It's Harry's folly. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad. Um, yeah, so this this is about um, how things are not the same as they were before. Yeah, I was trying to, I was like, let me figure out, let me let some Larry explain to me what the song is about. Mm-hmm. And it the best I got is, Styles could be talking about himself, con- contemplating how time and the experience he faced have modified him. Yeah. I love when time and experiences I face modify me. That's uh, one of yes. my favorite things to write when and create art it's about. It's like everyone at some point in their life experiences the passage of time. So, you know, that's definitely going to be relatable when when things like continue from how what they were before. Um This is like I'm I'm becoming like this is turning me into like Bill Maher mm-hmm. where I just want to be like I just want to get to like the most lowest common denominator like criticism of pop music. Uh-huh. Where it's just like, it's not even about anything. Yeah, I feel like I like this album <laughs> a lot more before we started talking about it. <laughs> I, I think so. I do. I had a perfectly pleasant time listening to yeah. it. And it's like, I don't I don't listen to pop music to like, to to experience the depths of human sadness. But it's like, when he can't even explain like, anything he was, you know, even in the studio, if it's like, oh, there was a really somber vibe and I wanted to explore it through my song. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like, I can respect that. But when he's just like... Oh, you know, it's, you know what it was? That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if you like this song, Harry. Yeah, it's, it's not like, oh, uh, we wanted to have, you know, an upbeat kind of tempo because things were a bit, a bit droll in the studio. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't need a, I don't need a, a like, tragic backstory about, like, Katrina and the waves walking on sunshine. Yeah. But if you were just like, I was having a great time in the studio with my friends and we wrote a song about it. I'm like, excellent. Yeah, awesome. Fantastic. Love that song. Uh-huh. But Harry betrayed all of his mates when he broke up One Direction, so maybe he doesn't have the waves anymore. Very sad. Uh, next we have Daylight. Uh, this is a song about Harry Styles is cursing the daylight, and some unnamed person just he he just says you were doing cocaine in my kitchen. So <laughs> the nightman, the nightman yeah. was was <laughs> taking bumps in my kitchen. Uh, yeah, be- I'm always I'm always warning the nightman okay. like, hey man, the coke that you had in high school like that's it's it's, it's, it's laced with a lot more dangerous stuff these night days. Man. Do not fuck with go. like loose coke because this this is he's doing the genius trick where usually everything else is like actually this is about drugs. He's doing the reverse where something about drugs is not because cocaine is is snow as we all know, right? Um, right. And he says, if I was a bluebird, I would fly to you. That's clearly a reference to when Bran warged the birds that were, like, looking at him. Uh-huh. 
or something. Um, and then he's cursing the daylight because the the long night, which was famously short when it ended, um, it was mm-hmm. it was very bright when Arya stabbed him with Arya's blade. That's true. So, <laughs> uh, she used that fucking Arya's blade on his ass. Mm. So this is kind of about. I, I like the song more now because it's about the nightman. Man, there's definitely like a Facebook drug dealer who like goes by the Night King because he pushes <laughs> yeah. snow. Like that's so definitely a real kind of guy. That's there must be dozens of nightmen out there. Literally on Pusha T's last album, he said, "Summertime, Winterfell, I'm the Night King." So <laughs> yeah, I do believe that is on Slap City. Thanks yes, to you. Yes, so, so confirmed, one hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like if Game of Thrones had ended on a more positive note, like, that would have been, like, the Heath Ledger Joker of a new generation. <laughs> yeah. Look at what they've taken from exactly. us. Exactly. And he, he never even spoke English, so. Yeah, yeah. As um, yet, yes. Um, ah, Arya's blade has activated my vocal cords, Jon Snow. <laughs> yes. Welcome to my spinoff. Allow me to read you the message inscribed on the blade, Jon Snow. <laughs> Yeah, he he gets he gets Arya's blade, and John's like, "Don't worry, he won't be able to read the Arya uh, Aegon's dream out loud." No way! Oh, <clears> I think I, excuse I me. Think I just fantasy booked it. What's going to happen is Jon Snow. It's like, okay, what the fuck are they going to do? Like the story's over, right? Jon Snow right. is going to. We're going to find out that Arya left Arya's blade with Jon Snow as I hit my microphone when she sailed over to the ocean to die, right? And he's going to be Jon Snow will be put in a situation where he has it by fire. And he'll see the Valyrian that says, like, a Targaryen will save the world. And uh-huh. it's him, because he's John Targaryen. He's Daemon. Oh, I thought you meant the Night King. Okay, yes, 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 John. So, so, so then he's ha- he's going to have to kill Daemon again. Um, oh, shit. Because Daemon is, like, is there. And he has to die. So. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen in yeah. John's show. I can't wait until next year when we record P God again and we can say Arya's Blade every episode because I'm obsessed with saying that phrase. I love it. I no longer say stupid dagger. It's, I only say Arya's, Arya's Blade. Blade. Yeah, capital A, capital B, trademark. Yes. So to talk briefly about daylight, I guess, before we move on. I um I think it's important to hold Harry accountable here. Yes. Um for if we're just being prodigiously horny on a song that he put out, I think the horniest thing you can do is sing about eating some kind of viscous food. Okay. You know, like, if you're singing about, like, eating delicious honey or, like, having secret sauce on your lips or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't mean to be blue, but, like, you need to jack off right you now. Gotta, like, you, you need to crank that shit, You, you get out of the studio right now and you go lock a door and you take care of it and you come back in, like, 20, 30 Yeah, go minutes. crank that shit and see if you still want to write a song about, like, <laughs> like, syrup dripping off of you or something. Yeah, like... Wow, Harry, I love I love your song "Pancakes and Syrup Pussy," but I need you to- I need you to go for twenty minutes away and uh, donate some stuff to a bank, and then come back and then try again because I don't want to listen to that song. Actually, yeah, I, th- I don't think I I'm gonna. Um... <laughs> See, he was originally gonna write "Pancakes and Syrup Pussy," and he came back and he wrote "Watermelon, watermelon Sugar, Sugar" instead. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's yeah, that's a, there's a lot more distance. Okay, like, maybe good. We can pump this punch this one up a little bit. He can be, yeah, did somebody say pump? And then he left for 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah, he came back, back again, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, this is a good episode of Fun Point so far. The next <laughs> song we have here is is uh, L- Little Freak. That's what it's called. Little Freak. Which is, if you if you ter- if you you type it into Wikipedia, it is it does redirect you to Harry's house, which is still delightful to me the, two weeks the later. The first annotation on this, Jezebel was the daughter of Ithobal I of Tyre and the wife of Ahab, king of Israel, according to the Book of Kings of the Hebrew Bible. So, 
Uh, I guess I haven't read the Bible because I've never heard of that. Yeah. Um, and, and this one's just just about a, a little freak, I guess. You know who is a little freak? Harry, because he says red wine and ginger ale, and that's a fucking disgusting combination. I mean, he is also, like, explicitly not a bit singing about, like, having wet dreams throughout this entire song. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. See, see, again, if you... But maybe he's like, I have to make me odd. I can't crank me hog. I'm Harry Styles <laughs> from Harry's house. So... Uh-huh. That's the thing. It's like he's like, oh, we don't we don't do drugs to get get creative. We just get horny, baby. Yeah, all right, man. Like Austin Powers. That's cool. Like Austin, oh, like, do you have any Do you have any bangers on this album? <laughs> like Austin Powers did. You know, that's what made him such a good spy is that he was always horny, baby. Yeah. Right. Um. I guess to British people, like they don't get the joke of Austin Powers. They just they, like that's like how we look at James Bond. Oh yeah, they're just like this, this guy fucking rocks. I want to make an album as if I I was this guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, my my Facebook drug dealer uh, in Britain was always dressed like Austin Powers, and he called himself Austin Powder. Throughout the song, the British singer is nostalgic about the time he spent with once again this person, recreating so recreating vivid images of the things involved: a golf swing, a trampoline, a crystal ball, red wine, and ginger ale. He is not creating images of these; he's telling you them that they exist. Right, that's not what, like, evocative, right? And the thing is, I, I kind of am, I'm, like, a little intrigued by, like, the minutiae of that verse, because it's like, oh, it seems like you were having a really, like, that's meaningful to you and yeah. one other person. I sure would like to know, like, what any of that I means, I, but Harry, Harry's not I telling just, us. I just, like, because obviously, okay, maybe these are real, you know, moments in time that he remembers that are not the same as they once were, as we found out from the other What side. are you doing swinging a golf club on a trampoline? Like, what's that about? But what could you have been I up really to? I really like how there has to be some kind of, like, no, this is actually deeper. You know, these are evocative, vivid images. It's like, no, it's just those things. You know, like, that's fine. It doesn't have to be. It's just like I know. I know a million teens like went onto Twitter and searched like 2009 tweets from Louis uh, Tomlinson. Trampoline. Tracksuit. Trampoline. No. Ponytail. No. Trampoline. No. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, also, Harry, you're really making me work hard for your also, secrets on this also, one. He's problematic in this one because he says, "I spilled beer on your friend. I'm not sorry." And that's kind of a fucked up thing to do. Um, he's kind of he's kind of, he's kind unless, of becoming dark Harry a little do, bit. Do you know, he didn't. He that's actually is a clever metaphor because he didn't spilling beer in um. <laughs> in uh, Cockney Rhyming Slam is a saying for like spitting on someone. Uh, right. So that's kind of what he what he meant there. It was a, a hidden message. Mm-hmm. A little white wine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Th- 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 um, oh, l- white wine spit on Chris Pine. So whoa, it's rhyming slang, you know? So there you go. Yeah. All right. Um, I do kind of like that he's dark hairy on this he's, one. He's, I kind of like that. Becoming Jokerfied as as the album this song is kind of it's like it's about like i'm not mad that like you're on a date with another guy right now but i am gonna send you a was poppin it was, it was. like <laughs> yeah while you're while i know that you're on a date with another guy me after me after one pint of grape juice you up like yeah, yeah. i don't know harry <laughs> i'm in the middle of something right now um oh this uh this genius page told uh did you hey how many do you know how many nipples harry styles has i i would assume two Yes, he's got four. I didn't know that. Four? I'm seeing but, double. But on, <laughs> on verse three, um, when he's like, you never saw my birthmark, I was like, oh, is this, is it's a reference. But he has like two sort of like nipply, like birthmark looking nipples that are like below his, his first Oh, so two. he doesn't have a birthmark shaped like Dorn that like his squire would know about or. That only Louis would know about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought when I thought uh, I had to look into it because I did think this was somebody being cheeky and just being like, I 
Oh, did you know that Harry like, Styles this is a really funny has bit among like I thought it was like an Eight Crazy Nights, like when the late Mrs. Selman had the one extra breast, mm. like that. That was like so funny. But no, this is a thing that actually happened. So thank you, Genius, for teaching me the first thing about a person actually in real yeah, life. Thank you. Congratulations, Harry. Um, you thank got... you, and congratulations to uh, Loris and Olivar for knowing each other's birthmarks. Exactly. Great job. Um, what's next? Uh, let's let's do Matilda, which is about the movie Matilda, starring Danny. DeVito. I watched that last night for the first time. Oh, did you like it? It's alright. It's a, it a good kids movie. It was scary. It was, I was scared of it. It was when I was a kid. Yeah, I was a little like I don't think I would have like. I mean, I the main reason I wouldn't have liked it as a kid is because I was like, this is a freaking girl movie. Mm-hmm. But like the if it was like Matilda and it was about like a guy and that was his name, I would probably like it. <laughs> I remember. I I loved when fucking Miss Trunchbull put that kid in the Cesaro swing and shot her into that, space. That shit yeah. rocked. That um, I was very scared of that movie, but not for being locked in the chokey or whatever. I was really scared when the kid <laughs> ate the whole um big cake that scene was very bad to watch because i didn't i, I didn't like, care for I that i would not be able to do that that's so much cake i would be so nervous if i were put in that situation yeah but i i was i was able to distract myself in the scene because the kid looked familiar to me and then i found out that he's the kid who uh drew barrymore dances with in the wedding singer with adam oh, sandler okay mm-hmm. um and because he's like a he's like the loser kid at his own bar mitzvah mm-hmm. And then she's like, hello, I'm Drew Barrymore. I'm very charming. Would you like to dance with me? And then he grabs her ass and everybody laughs. That's really funny. Even Drew Barrymore. She's like, uh, she's, she's like, don't worry, audience. I'm into it, too. Thanks. Um, Thanks, Drew. Although Harry has never confirmed who Matilda is about, he has said that uh, the person it is written about will most likely know upon hearing the song. Although he had not played it to them. It's, he's, liter- he's literally, he said the song is about the girl reading this. Also, he confirmed that the song is disguised in Matilda from the Roald Doll book. He said, it's kind of how I imagine Matilda as a grown-up. Did you watch Matilda? Harry! She's very nice. Yeah. Miss Honey is there. Come on. <laughs> Miss, Miss Honey's kind of nice. Miss, Miss yeah, Honey he... is, uh, I don't know, she's nasty with it. Like, if you ask me. Yeah, I don't, I don't I know. know. <laughs> is there a mystery? Is there, yeah. <laughs> there could be. Yeah, I have a question. Uh, anyway, uh, he also um, says it's none of my business, but it's just been on my mind. Oh, so you're making a fucking song about it, Harry? Like on your major <laughs> label? Yeah, it album? seems like your parents suck. It's, Anyways, yeah, anyway, none, that's none of my business, though. Like I just, yo, I would hate to have those as in-laws. Anyways, thought, here's yeah, my song. I just, I wrote for I just you. thought this was funny. Yeah, I bet. Oh man, let me just—I'm not even going to read this full annotation, but I just went down to the bridge and one of my favorite sentences of all time. When you, for the you're just in time, make your tea in your toast. Oh which, like, yeah. I, I knew. <laughs> Here, Harry invites Matilda into his house. Into Harry's, Harry's house. house in italics. <laughs> I'm ima- I'm yeah, I'm imagining like a guy's trying to pick me up and like he's like, Hey, do you wanna do you wanna go to Jeff's house? I'd be like, Are your name Jeff? Yeah, yeah what <laughs> why are you saying that? Okay, to me? one, why did you say it like that? Two, is your furniture set up the right way? Like, is it like do I just do I not need an address? Like, can I just put that to Google Maps and it'll show me yeah, where Jeff's house yeah, is? Siri, take me to Jeff's house. Oh, it's a historical monument. <laughs> yeah, okay, oh, it's, perfect. Oh, it's a Pokestop. Awesome. Okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Ye is inviting us into his <laughs> world. Ye's world. <laughs> oh, God. That's that's Matilda. Uh, that's Matilda. Anyway, uh, patreon.com slash Thrones. where if you like, uh-huh. you can donate to us. Uh, $1 a month gets you all of our bonus content, including... Uh, words and deeds that I do with Brooks, which is, I, I guess, a Death Stranding podcast now, or will be. It could be. We'll see. Uh, well, Death Stranding 2, I'm definitely going to play that. Um, I yeah. did see it. It was on the Steam sale for, like, $7, and I was like, eh, I don't know. I got other shit to play. That's a good sign. Um, 
and everything else that's there, the name of the years and so on. Um, I feel like we've had a good track record of picking at least one of the winners on those podcasts. So Yeah, and people have ignored that for far exactly, too long. But, you know, that's very few are recognized in their time. Uh, $5 gets you shout outs at the end of the episodes and you can request music for us to listen to on Funpoint. That's this podcast, by the way. Uh, $10 gets you special user status in the Discord and we'll create a Fire Pro Wrestling monster for you in the video game if you want us to create Harry to, to battle um, Laryl. <laughs> a, a, a 30 man over the top battle royal at Harry's exactly. house. Exactly. Yeah, that's our new ring. The Pigot Oberyn Memorial Arena is out. Harry's house is our new You know, like, if you Irish whip, like, somebody into, like, the stove, like, there can be, like, go you know, the you, stove. If, you, if you do a strong grapple over yeah. there, you can, like, you can send Liam, like, flying through the stove, through the drywall into Harry's living I was, room. Yeah, I was gonna say, he goes through the stove, but he runs out of the, one of the doors on the ceilings, like, it's Scooby-Doo. Like, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goofy venue to, to wrestle at harryshouse.com slash Thrones. Thank you. Yeah, you, you, you throw, um, you throw, you hammer throw Liam into the fireplace and he jumps six feet in the air and goes, yeah, and he starts running in place and holding his, holding his ass, <laughs> like, because his ass got burned by the fire. Yeah. Uh, and that's what happened. That's why One Direction had to, had to break up. Yeah, it's because Zane went into that snake habitat. It was very sad. Uh, next we have Cinema by Harry Styles. This is about, don't worry, darling. This is about... Unf- Olivia Wilde, you do not have the cinema, unfortunately. Uh, music, uh, thirty years ago, I see a little silhouette of a man. Music now, <laughs> you got, you got the cinema. I got, I got the cinema. <laughs> I just dig your cinema. Just, do you think I'm cool? That is, that has always, that has always been my dream. Um, for for my wife to to to, to 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 walk up to me at at the aisle because she, at my wedding, um. She will, she will walk down the aisle and she will say to me, I think you're cool. I dig I your cinema. Finally, I've been waiting my whole life to hear this. Uh, in verse two, he says something in the way you move. And this annotation says it's a possible reference to something by the Beatles, which opens with something about the way you move. So, Yeah, a guy who's listened to the Beatles. Styles has Beatles also mentioned how the Beatles inspired his music in the past. Oh, word? Like, <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> So you've heard of a band before. All right. Yes, I have. Yeah, it's... If you, if you're going to be a famous British boy band um that like captures the the hearts of a young generation um and you're looking for inspiration I can't you recommend gotta the have, You got to have you got to have your album named as after a location like Abbey Road and this one is Harry House. So right that yeah 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 takes place. Uh this one reminded me of one of the cuts off of Daft Punk in the like Random Access Memories era where it's kind uh-huh. of like a funky guitar and a guy saying like the music makes you dance, you know, like something like that. <laughs> um, and and that's kind of what what I got from this one. But I would much rather be listening to those those funky French robots singing that shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think my favorite um, my favorite uh, cinema is probably um, Harry's House, the nineteen seventy seven Japanese experimental comedy horror film. Okay. Uh, produced by uh, Nobuhiko Abayashi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, also also H- called Harry, Hausu by some ha- Harry Hausu. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, that's a um, uh, that's a. Uh, um, I, this one, I don't like this one, which is weird because, you know, I'm a movie head, right? Yeah, yeah I've, I've heard you're a fan of cinema and, and various Criterion collections and things of that. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's part of it. I'm like, you're not, you, sh- you, you're not allowed to say cinema until you've, you've reached a certain like cinephile mm-hmm. level. Like I haven't even reached cinema level. I'm only just now able to call exactly, them Exactly. Yeah. I'm not, I'm nowhere close yet. And like I'm, I still that still doesn't feel quite comfortable in my mouth yet. But like this one instead, he's just sort of. It seems like he's talking about like getting wet at Harry's house. Yeah. And like I, 
I think I sorry we're going blue this week, uh, but like I think fucking at the movies is like evil behavior. That's, I don't yeah, I don't condone that shit at all. That I think you're only doing that for evil reasons. It's not and, conducive to doing that in and there. Also, airplanes are the two most evil places that you could fuck. Yeah, and there's the movies doesn't even have a nickname as far as I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no term for that that people make up to pretend like it's real. You know. And I was getting mad about this and thinking about it. And I was like, I remember when I was a little kid, you know, like um, some movie theaters, they would have like the two, the two seaters where it's like you could like lift up. It was kind of like a couch seat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like one of my, one of my theaters have that uh, and they no longer have those anymore. And it's like, it's probably because people were fucking on they those. They were probably fucking in the middle of a showing of, I don't know, Jaws. I was just trying to watch my favorite Martian 1997 film mm-hmm. and sit on the the big boy couch, which is what I saw that as when I was when I was that mm-hmm. age. And now I can never I can never go back to my hometown cinema and watch fucking uh, Ant Man three and sit on the big kid couch because somebody yeah, fucked so, on it. So Thanks. people in Harry's house had to fucking ruin it for everyone. Also, they're talking about bringing pop to the movies. Yeah, that's something that hasn't been. Are you smuggling, bro? You're smuggling a drink into the movies. Yeah, you bet. You got to be careful. Yeah, I bring pop to the cinema. Like, watch out. You're, you're gonna. Well, crack yeah, that. if you're what gonna you bring gonna do, like sour sand, everyone's gonna know it's you, Harry. Come on. It's one thing. Oh, I'm gonna go to the Dollar General and I'm gonna get some bunch of crunch and I'm gonna put some milk duds in my pocket. Like that's a normal thing that people mm-hmm. do. I don't think you slosh in there with like a Monster Energy exactly. drink. You just crack that bad boy open as soon as the uh, the credits hit. You know, like yeah, maybe Harry Styles like had never been to a movie, and he was just trying to impress Olivia yeah. Wilde by being like, "I would love to, st- I would love to smuggle a Sunny Delight into the theater with you, my uh-huh. queen, and watch your film that I star in because Shia LaBeouf died." Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been theories the song is about Styles' current girlfriend, Olivia Wilde, a director. Example: I dig your Not cinema. Anymore. However, Harry himself has dispelled these rumors. <laughs> it was actually about Kirsten Cinema. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote this back in 2018. Yeah. <laughs> I thought her ideas were cool. Uh, what do we got next? Scrolling down. Next we have Little Daydreaming. Daydreaming. I don't have notes about this song. Great, I do. It's my favorite song okay. on the album. <laughs> this is the only one that, like, I specifically, like, went back to repeatedly. I think this song fucking bangs. Okay. Well, and, but again, it's because it's the only one where, like, Harry activates singing mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, this is the one where he's, like, woohooing at his own song. Okay. Like the the like the rhythm oh, from like dedicated Carly Rae Jepsen okay, comes yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. All right. And he's like living in a daydream. Yeah, yeah. Oh okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh. Mm. Um. Yeah. It's like a funky little song. It's just that. And what more? A funky little song that you can play on the radio and say, "Hey, I know that one." Great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 Uh. Is this? Oh, the track samples "Ain't We Funkin' Now" by the Brothers Johnson and John oh, Mayer. Oh, yeah, they are. Perfect. Fantastic. It's it's really Respect. good because we're just like, oh, this song is like. It's like good. It's like a fun pop song. And then there's someone in the comments. Oh, my God. The melody. Harry is blessing us with the finest art that's ever been created. Like, yeah, that's that was me. I wrote that about daydreaming. Yeah. Sounds like into folklore says sounds like something my mom would play mixed with the Despicable Me soundtrack. But I love it. So that's oh, yeah, I guess because uh, background singers can sometimes sound like minions. Uh, Yeah. If they're very far away from the microphone, they they begin to say Um, that. In my in my crack Larry research that I did an hour before recording, um, I know that the line in verse one, she said, love me like you paid me. Um, that uh, is is commonly understood to be a reference to like their various um, beards, I believe is the slang. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the women who the homophobic rec- record companies have uh, Forced paid yeah. in order to pretend because no woman would ever agree to be in a public relationship with Harry exactly. Styles. Or, or in like a movie with him or a film or a cinema or anything of like that. No. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so that's that's what the song's about. Next, we have Keep Driving. Uh, this song is a list of items. This is just various yeah. uh, uh, things that you, you would see in the world sometimes. This is the shit that Harry Styles, he's bringing out the acoustic guitar like during a fun party and is like, hey guys, I wrote I just wrote this little acoustic jingle. Does anyone want to hear my introspective song where I say nouns and I explain back in, black and white photography a little Let's bit? Let's it, And it's like, buddy, we're playing fucking Jackbox, man. We're playing Quiplash. The and bridge of this song are written in a poetry style known as stream of consciousness. So damn you need a kind of you know if you haven't been paying attention in english class that's on you uh so yeah if you're if you're writing something and you're trying to get words down on page i can't i can't uh recommend stream of consciousness enough uh when he says i will love you i will always love you there's you know you this could be um uh, many many different things because he's listening about like breakfast foods and he's talking about like the pancake syrup pussy or whatever we said before <laughs> uh, but a french theory proposes that this is not a declaration at all but rather a reference to the song i will always love you by whitney houston so uh it's the exact words then of a title of a song that exists so oh no perfect got it yeah i actually i found out that my dad uses this website uh when i was reading about this song mm-hmm. Um, cause the song is about, you know, like a car is starting to break down and genius explains when driving a car, if the engine starts making strange sounds beyond the quiet, constant rumble, it indicates that there's a problem with the car. That usually means there's a problem with your car. If, if it makes yeah. noises, like it starts going, awooga, awooga, that's a problem for you and your view. Yeah. My dad always says to me, like we held darkness and withheld clouds. And what he means by that is like, make sure you check your oil yeah. before you get on the interstate son. Um, so I, I have a bit of, he says wine glass puff pass. Um, this motherfucker's smoking wine, first of all. Um, <laughs> first of all the term used while smoking cannabis in the form of joints or blunts in a group on which a person on the group takes a hit on it which is what people who smoke weed say i'm always taking a hit and on it yeah absolutely it person, so that's awesome um, yeah so that's kind of what harry was um i had a speaking of so this the, we we got another what i'll call key to bridge that you're referring mm-hmm. to where it's you know uh life hacks going viral in the bathroom cocaine side boob choker with a say choker with a sea view which is not a phrase um i had a little father tuple moment with that Mm -hmm. line um so the line is cocaine side boob choker with a sea view i heard it as cocaine side boob joker will deceive you because he will he and i thought he was singing about the joker deceiving him yes and like calling his ex the joker or i he could be talking about like a sexy joker like or it's like Jason Sudeikis as the, like, as oh, the Joker. Oh, yeah, because because he's like a comedian, but you know he'll he'll fuck up your life. Yeah, he's joking on on Saturday Night Live, which is probably like the only nineties. Oh man, that's so dark. Harry wasn't able to watch SNL. Oh, that's kind of fucked up that he couldn't do that. That's probably why this is like such a muted, sad album. Exactly. Because like he hasn't able. Yeah. He wasn't able to watch like the the, f- the, the like game show skit where it's like, here's welcome to our new game show. Like what? Is the new app Harry's house, and then Jason Sudeikis is on it. Yeah, that's man. I'd be sad too if I didn't get to watch that uh, skit. Yeah, I, I did. You know, David Pumpkins came back on Halloween. You they told did it me. Again. Didn't he speak Spanish or something? Like, yeah, I believe he said pregunta okay. at the end, which is pretty good instead of any questions. <laughs> uh, next, we have satellite. Um, I kind of like this one because it has the underwater robot that Carly uses sometimes. Yeah, th- yeah. There, I have underwater robot in my notes mm. as well. Um, Always nice to hear from him. Guy in here. And yeah, this is a song about how sometimes you look at a girl. Yeah, <laughs> mate, you ever see you ever see a bird? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is this is about uh, uh spinning towards freedom in space. 
um yeah it's about i'm like a satellite baby i'm i'm outside your house do you like guy me? guy who's heard of nasa once yeah i'm yeah. like a, what's popping <laughs> what's popping i'm a satellite <laughs> i'm in the iss what's popping right. if if i said to you i go round and round what, what's the first item or object you would think i was i was describing if we were playing 21 questions um, i think of the classic 80s hair metal anthem round okay because it could be round and round by rat or it could be like the wheels on the right. bus but no it's satellite so, yeah, they're famous for their spins more than anything <laughs> else. <laughs> Pre-chorus, I go round and round satellite annotation. Here, Harry compares himself to a satellite. <laughs> <laughs> what? This annotation is unreviewed, not, not anymore. anymore. I said approved. Un- unnecessary. That's every I have to physically like attack every child that comes into my class for saying the this sh- quote shows or this example shows. It's like, just say it. You're already proving it. You don't need to add that. Just start with. Oh, I thought you were like spins. Don't. I thought you were introducing me to like a new slang that the young people were using, where it's like, "Yo, Mister C, this class shows." No, No, I wish. I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna integrate that into into my my uh, vernacular for sure." Shows, shows, uh, shows. What? No, it doesn't anymore. Yeah. Um. Damn, this Riz shows. It sure does. Um. Yeah. Anyway, this song's about being a, a satellite and spinning in space. Yeah, it's about um, looking at your girlfriend's house on Google Earth and being like, damn, I wish I was there, haha. Mm. Um, which, which, like, as it, I'm imagining Harry's view of Google Earth, and it's just, you zoom in, but it's just a little tiny house, and he's like, oh, that's Harry's place. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else is completely, like, blurred out. There's no data. With just him standing. Yeah, you just you pull up a, like a remote like Galapagos mm. Island, and the only house that's on there is Harry's mm. house. Um, and that's where he is. Uh, this song debuted at number twenty-one on the Billboard Hot One Hundred. So this was a single. Not true. A single. Um, haven't heard this one yet. Outside of like right. in my life. Uh, next we have boyfriends. Uh, snooze. Next. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, this is the well. You weren't you weren't compelled by the Paul is dead, miss him, miss I him. I did intro. But it literally, you click on it and it says, "Ooh, fool, you're back at it again." But who could he be speaking? Yeah, it's to? it's like clearly Yvonne at Niage. It's not that mm-hmm. hard. And this is just a it, it. This is a song that just like, hey, message to all bad boyfriends out there, Jason Sudeikis. Rethink yeah, I this. wouldn't be a bad boyfriend. I wouldn't be secretly drinking. I'm publicly drinking, as I mentioned on every track on this album. Yeah. No offense to Harry, but this is a Dr. Seuss ass song. There is <laughs> there are some A B A B Beastie Boys style rhymes on this uh-huh. one. It's uh, I are are we just pretending where it's heading? Where it's heading? Never ending. You know the game's like, never ending. Yeah, yeah. You're you're hopping on pop right now, yeah, dude. Yeah. I I don't know what to tell you. I would not, could not on a boat. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we know. Thank you. <laughs> Um, loneliness is a recurring theme in Styles' work. Don't care. Next song. Uh, so was there any, there was no, I was going to ask you for the evidence of the, of the secret relationship between Larold and, and, and Harold, <laughs> um, but that's love of my life, the next one, so. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, believe it, see, because the, he's weeding out the fake fans, because yeah. he, under, he understands that the casual Larrys, mm. they're going to see boyfriends, see nothing, and then walk mm-hmm. away, but the real committed when prophecy fails Larrys mm. Um, who are the only fans that he truly so, cares so you, about, and it's me think, as well. Like you were the love of my life. You didn't. Maybe you don't know what's lost till you find it. Oh, he's talking about his his famous uh, secret relationship with uh, his boyfriend from One Direction. Even worse, it's about England. Come on. Yeah, man. Come. On. I. That's the one you lie about. On, man. Like, uh, yeah, it was about when we were together. 
I immediately, when I read that an- annotation, I involuntarily like ripped down my headphones and went for a walk. <laughs> Styles told Apple Music that love of my life is about his home country. <laughs> I've always wanted to write a song about like home and loving England and all that kind of stuff. And it's always kind of hard to do without being like, went to the trippy and I did this thing. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. Run that back. If I'm writing a song called America is My Darling. I'm talking about fucking cheeseburgers in it, dude. Like, I don't know what your problem is. Maybe you're you're not as, uh... <laughs> yeah, the, uh, tired. I remember back at Johnny's place. It's not the stam anymore. Wired. We're going to Dino's! <laughs> if you're not going to Dino's Bar and Grill with me and getting the nasty burger, fuck you. You don't deserve our beautiful country that we live in. I bet Harry Styles played this song um, for Queen Elizabeth, and that's what killed yeah, her. Yeah, because it was so... Because she realized, like, oh, they truly are in love, and then she just flatlined right there. Yeah, and then he he whispered in her ear, Larry, Larry Real. Real. And she's the only one who knew. Ooh, that's it. She took that with her to the grave. So that, mm-hmm. that's why there was, like, eight weeks of mourning or whatever they had to do about her. Mm-hmm. I do... So I, I've long held about Harry's house that it, this album needed a banger, um didn't get one very low bpm um but i do like i do like the somber ending it's very like it's when you're like 22 or 23 years old and you want to make an album about how you have problems and memories and Mm -hmm. stuff like this is you know i would feel good if i was harry and i was singing about my house and the last song was like this this fucking old sad and you were the love of my life baby come on england (laughs) yeah Score some fucking goals. <laughs> um, I think it's it's a fitting end to to an album that uh, should have had a banger yeah. on it. Um. Anyway, I I feel like yeah. It, oddly, the more I discussed it and got in depth about Ari's house, the less I liked it. Which is usually usually it's the opposite. Where I go into an album like I don't know, and then we talk about it. I'm like, oh, that was pretty good. This one yeah. is like I will never watch. Don't worry, darling. So, so I don't. What was the what was the impetus for choosing Harry's house? Um, I thought it would be funny. Okay, yeah, because I I thought that's what it was, <laughs> but I I think that also like freed us up a little bit because you, you know if it's like, hey Eddie and Brooks, here's five dollars to talk about an album that means a lot to me. It's like I'm not gonna I, I don't I'm gonna ebb towards the like I'm gonna look at the positives yeah. versus like this shit but if sucks. I pick it, you can just take a dump all over that thing. Like Yeah, if it's like you know, if it's, if you pick the Iron Giant soundtrack, you know, I'm gonna be like, wow, this is this is really nice. I like uh-huh. the song. <laughs> yeah. But if you're but you know, if you're like we're gonna we're gonna watch if the eight mile soundtrack like, and it's like, like alright, let's go. Gilland, then it's like alright. So thank you, Harry, for your Slap house. City? Um Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm scrolling all the way down on it to see where we are. Um we have like over 200 something songs. Uh mm-hmm. You went first last time. So I'm right. going first this time. Um and as I stated, it is an album that reminded me of Daft Punk singing about the groove of music, so I will be picking uh Daft Punk's Give Life Back to Music uh as my sure. fun point selection. Thank you. Thank Respect. you Daft Punk. Um, I have, we've had a couple of slap cities that have kind of fudged our rule. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to pay, make an unorthodox, um, perhaps historic, mm-hmm. um, slap city pick. I'm going to pick a song from an album that we've done on the show before. Okay. I think, I think we've, 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 you know. Because in the interim, since we did the episode, it has become one of my favorite songs that I listen to all mm-hmm. the time. And you know, it's one control, uh, or no sorry, control. no control, one direction. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Control, you get, you get one. one. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, uh, that song fucking rips and beats ass, and I I post it on my Instagram story like once a mm. week. The boys were were at the top. Of I think game. it's about like it's about like waking up with like a a big hog or something like that. But I don't know. The chorus is really yeah. good. It's, it's really good. There's no control over your gigantic hog. Yeah. Um, questions. If you have a question, you can send it to us at you love to hear it because I always remember to make the posts um, before my episodes that I pick. Uh, it, is, I, I, it hurt me to do that to you, man. It's okay. I I understand. <laughs> I don't like it, but you know, I'll accept it. Uh-huh. Uh, Mr. Meadow Mori, friend of the show, Antigone Program yeah. on Twitter says, "We know what it's like when there's a musician in the movie that sucks. What's a movie starring a musician that's actually good? John C. Riley does not count as a musician for the purposes of this question." That's so harsh, so but fair. So does the musician have to be, like, a main character, or can it be, like, in Clueless when the Mighty Mighty Boston's are there? So, yeah, that's what I was, I was thinking about this, and I was, I was looking up some, some options beforehand, just to sort because it's like, it feels like there are some really good answers to this somewhere, but I was trying to keep it to, like, like, Beyonce and Goldmember, yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's like, she's not playing Beyonce, yeah. she's playing Foxy Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, uh, Weird Al in UHF, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, he's, he's like Mike, Lil Bow Wow, you know? Yes. Um. Is Purple Rain good? The longest I was going to ask you, because I haven't seen it. I don't think Purple Rain is a good movie, but it's a good movie. You know? Yeah, that makes sense Mm -hmm. to me. Um, oh, there was the part in, uh, Jackass 2 when, uh, which is a movie, if you think about it. Where Three Six Mafia is standing in like a pasture with Dave England, and they make him eat dry cow shit that's, yeah, off that's the ground, and they're like, "Swallow it, come on!" So, and then they make they have a bottle of piss that he washes it down with. That's yeah, that's that classic. That was really good. Where we know and love. Oh, I watched um the Justin Timberlake uh Friends with Benefits movie. He sucked ass in it. He was so okay, bad, yeah, dude. I, I could have guessed that. That that's not the question, but I just wanted to say that Justin Timberlake, Timberlake your your late two thousands uh attempt to pivot failed. Uh we got some questions about the Larry continuity. Um I think we covered that. Unless there's any other findings. Um let me just uh uh I my my notes look like it looks like fucking Kaczynski in here. It's not good. Um, There was a tweet in uh, 2010 where Louis Tomlinson sent out uh, his tweet says Harry's house midday. Hello. Ooh, okay. So he people are saying that it's called Harry. There was also a moment where they found uh, a quote where um, Louis says the phrase halfway home, like talking about like a halfway mm-hmm. house, and like thinks that that is an explanation he's saying that like he's half of harry's oh okay yeah that's probably what that means um man this shit this shit sucks right um the entire one direction fandom associates oh sorry the in the music let me just uh, give you one more amuse-bouche before we move on so the theory that um, TikTok user Obviously Ali, which has nearly 112,000 followers, says, In the music video for As It Was, which will be on Harry's house, there was a theme of Harry being kept away from his significant other, who was wearing blue. The entire One Direction fandom associates that with Louis, because that's the color of his eyes and his microphone. That's a big indicator oh, to me. blue microphone. I forgot about that. Yeah, I should have known that. Yeah, when, when they did the One Direction Among Us stream, he picked the dark blue mm. crewmate. Mm. And he wasn't killed by Harry because they're in love. Okay. And whoever was the imposter was trying to, like, break them up. So. Yes. So, um, 
I, I'm thank you. Um, thank you, uh, question sender for holding me accountable on my Larry research because I hadn't looked into it at all until 45 minutes before the recording. And then I was doing like the yellow wallpaper for 45 fucking minutes. Uh, Just, Kingly weapon haver at anti-tractionist on Twitter says the C and Mr. C stands for crap. You're fucking banned. Um, don't talk to me. Yeah, I, I don't I don't condone. I, I wanted them to hold you accountable, but I, I didn't. That's too you can, far. For five dollars a month, you can be unbanned from. Uh, yeah me saying you're banned and that's you know i i unleashed i unleashed the bernie bros on you and i have to live with that i'm sorry yeah we're all you know this is this is all this infighting is what's really gonna kind of destroy us we're so polarized these days exactly it's it's our it's our society um and maybe if we all went to fucking harry's house we'd feel a little bit yeah and it uh it our in our society it shows that um there's division uh hi kim hi what you doing i'm leaving oh okay bye (laughs) We're almost done. Does does Kim like um Harry? Do you like Harry's house? Um, which era? Harry's house. This one. Harry's house. I see. I don't know the album names. Oh, okay. Um, I appreciate what he's done Mm -hmm. with his look. Uh huh. Does she like watermelon sugar? Watermelon sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can get behind. All right, you can get behind this. She says. Do you like it? You don't have to ask her about the fake song. She wouldn't like that. I mean, you just did a review. I know. We said yeah, it was fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what do you feel about him? He's fine. He's fine? Yeah. Did you talk about his movie? Yeah, he didn't like it. You even watched it? I watched it so much and I did not like any second of it. Oh, man. Yeah, I watched a lot of it. I watched a whole movie. Well, it sounds like it, based on how you're speaking right Yeah, because I did not like that shit at all. No. Damn. You want to watch it? Not at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Friend of the show, Lyris, says, would a pool be a room in Harry's house? I think, I mean, I, just, I, you, I, just you say know, like pool room, having pool room, new view, yeah. swimming in it with you. And it'd be like, wow. And we're like, oh my God, Harry, that's a reference to that's, him. And that's boyfriend. like, that's, that's the central, like agonizing thing about everything is you go to the subreddit and it's all just like, who could Harry be singing about? Who is he? When he's like, you're the love of my life. It's like, well, who has he known for 10 years of his <laughs> life? Nobody but yeah. Louis. It's like I you got me there. Uh, next. I mean, I think it, yeah. We we talked. I mean, it's 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 old hat by now. But if you if you fill up a room with with water, it, it's like a regardless pool of or whatever, the orientation. Obviously, it's obviously not outside. With, so there you go. With, regardless of the orientation of the like couch or the lamp or whatever, it's still you know. Yeah, I'm sure back in the day there would have been somebody that's like, it can't be a pool if there's an upside down couch above it. But like that's just like why even acknowledge uh, that? A friend of the show, Sylvia at God's Next Martyr on Twitter says, "Did you guys like? Don't worry, darling. Yes." We enjoyed watching it. Yeah, it was good. And also... Uh, the deal with that one was that it was good, and um, Chris Pine got spat on by Harry Styles. He will never make a questions post finishes my cereal without incident. I hope you enjoyed your cinnamon toast crunch. Or mm-hmm. or, or, or whatever you were eating at the time, because uh, it's never going to happen mm-hmm. again. So No. Um, anyway, that's questions. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps in two weeks I may... Um, me, me so going like flying to your house and cutting your internet so you can't make <laughs> yeah the questions post <laughs> oh sorry man i i will be able to record this week but not uh yeah not not until a certain yeah. time not until after the post is made um all right do we do thank thank you to patreon or do you tell me what yeah. you're gonna listen to we usually do a classic Patreon, well, if I got you don't that mind. Ready. So thank you to the best friend of the show and above to your patrons, starting with Valerie W., Trigger Harpy, Tufster McGee, The Master DS, Targaryen Royal Eyebrow Shaver, Sylvie Bullet, Gratita, 
Stephanie Ruff. I'm I'm going to the to the other page so we can see the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Silvery Air, Sensual Kazoo, Sarah McClintock, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ryan West, Paul Moran, Paul Blart, Fleshcart, Old Petey, Morg Haunting the Morgue, Molly Schaefer, MJ Jenny, Minowin Chomsky, Milk Succubus, Matt Berger, Maggie Rice, Kiwi, Kay Darling, Janos Kapuvari, It Was a Penguin, Hecabee, Graham of Steel, Ducky Aisha, Dio Brando Stole My Massive Joe Star Dick, Derek, Great Dick Sword, David Besser Rhymes with Lesser, Chris, Hey Bro, Let's go, let's go to What's Harry's up? house. Caroline Savage, Brianna Owen, Big Titty Goth Treadwife, Barrier Trio, Beep. Audrey Olson, Anna XB, Andres Gonzalez, Amy, Alex C, Aditya Kumar, Sarah and Blair, Roy, Paul Bechtel, Patrick Gallagher, Neve Noel Williams, Kush Bayou Star, Josh Veal, <clears throat> Elliot Valentine, Despy Hawk, Curse Goat, Caroline Belock, Big Flat Bunt, Antigone Progany, and Alex <laughs> Shout. Thank you for your generous donation. Thank you. Sorry, I was I was a little uh, a little mentally absent for that read because I got a, a push notification from Discord because the chat's talking about Catlin Tully's trash wheel. Oh again, yeah, you, and... you got notification. Yeah, that's straight to your email. Yeah, we're we're pinged back in 2017 when I apparently <laughs> uh, coined the term. So respect all to, uh, to to Catlin's trash wheel. Please keep please keep her wheel alive in your memory. Uh, speaking of trash wheels, what do you got for me coming up on the? <laughs> On the next edition of Fun Point. So, so you gave me you gave me a respectful choice, you know, two weeks ago, right? You were like, "Do you want like a silly one or like a hard one?" Um, so in in that spirit, in the spirit of giving, it's a new year, it's a new us, it's phase three. Do you want like one that like one that will be like pleasant and easy, or one that will be like fun in phase three? What are you? What What does your next two weeks look like? Um. You know, I I think just because I like the phrasing of it, let's go fun in phase three. Okay. I don't like how you said that. But so tell me what it is? <laughs> okay. I just think we should get we should rip it off, right? We should just get it because we we were always gonna do it. Let's get it. Let's get it. So we're gonna be doing um a 2019 abstract hip hop album. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> We're going to be listening to the the fall of Hobo Johnson. Okay, abstract hip-hop Hobo Johnson. All their genres include emo rap, spoken word, pop rap, and slam poetry. Okay, uh, that should be really good. I think because we've been talking about Mr. Johnson for so long. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest, I listened to one of the songs on this album and I, I kind of dig it. So I haven't listened to a whole lot of it, and I'm not going to tell you which one until two weeks okay, from now. I can't wait to hear what this uh, person is all about. Yeah, but you know, it's it's you know, you gotta you gotta listen to what the young people are are if doing. You, if it's you phase Google, three, it's all about expanding if you our Google brain. Hobo Johnson. People also ask why was Hobo Johnson kicked out of his house, Harry's house. He yeah. So yeah, we are leaving Harry's house and out on the lawn with all of his. Did Hobo Johnson Hobo win Johnson. the tiny desk contest? I didn't know that was a contest, but yeah, the um the classic the classic video where like he he yells in the yard. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Um, NPR really uh-huh. liked that. Okay. So I think it's because a lot of my picks recently have been like vampire times. Like we went like prime mode. We went fucking nineteen fifties improv. We did fucking uh under oath <laughs> we did a lot of old yeah. shit and i wanted to sort of reconnect with uh the youngs right, well, let's see what the youngs are up to with hobo johnson album um 
Let's listen to the Fall of Hobo Johnson 2019 album together okay. as friends. Fantastic. I'm I'm going to uh, do that, uh, and we'll and we'll listen. Yeah. To the, to the I'm excited. I feel like enough. If enough years pass, I think there will be an episode one day where we just show up to recording, and as soon as we click play, you're just like, "I'm going to be honest with you, brother. I didn't I did, listen to yeah, it this did, week. Could, couldn't get into it. Couldn't do it. But tell me all about it. I'm uh, all ears. Oh wait, let's see what um a three point six from from Pitchfork. So. Yeah, this is rate your music. It's as highest rated on there by a lot, so I figured that That's would be the best one. Like Eminem revival was like a one point oh six, and Hobo Johnson on rate on rate your music. Uh, this one is a two point five one. So it's actually if you round up, it's a five rather than a zero. All the other ones are under one point five, uh, but this, this, um, this one is over two point five. Telling me that the twenty four year old's music is a genre bending mesh of spoken word pop and Lin Manuel Miranda style raps. So, so yeah, so there it's you go. Be really fucking good. I think it'll be it. Okay, so we're we're having a little fun right here. I am over the next two weeks. I am making it my genuine mission to open my heart enough to see if maybe I like some of the songs. I think that's a possibility. <laughs> I think it. it's also a possibility that it might be the worst shit I've ever we heard in my at life. Least find out, right? That's what science. But I do. I love I love sad boy shit. I I love oh, I'm a white guy with an acoustic guitar and uh, I have problems. Like I love mm-hmm. that shit. So. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And you, I hope you listen to it, but if you... I will listen if to you it. Can't, this is my fucking podcast, dude. I'm going to listen to it. And you're going to you're gonna be able to watch Jolene to oh, cool yeah, down. yeah, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Uh, exciting stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're resubscribing to Netflix. Patreon.com slash Most Game of Thrones. <laughs> Winds of Winter's coming Winds out this year, y'all. He's 80% done, I think. <laughs> Uh, well, we're going to Harry's you, house. Harry, thank you, your house. Don't, thank you, Kingo. Thank you, Rob Stark. No, thank you, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia exactly. Wilde. And, Get the uh, fuck out of here with that shit. Louis, Louis's fake wife yeah. as well. No, thank you. Uh, give me some reggae. And, uh... Thank you for, thank you for letting us into your beautiful home, Harry. Home. We're leaving it now. Yo, DJ, spin that shit. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>